Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, joining us right now, my good buddy wanted to, you know, and I don't have a, I don't have a great love for a lot of the baseball writers, but this guy I do, and that is my buddy John Harper. John, how are you? Joe, I lost you there for a second. I assume you were saying hello. I was well. What I said was I don't have great love for a lot of the baseball writers. <laughs> That's what I said. But I said for, for John Harper, I do. For you, I, I appreciate do. that, Joe. I appreciate you see him that. on SNY. Harper tells you know, Harper tells it like it is. You do. You, I got to say that when most of these guys give you the nonsense, you actually tell it like it is. You know what I mean, John? Well, the older we get, Joe, the more we can speak our mind. <laughs> I guess so. I guess, I guess that's it. I, I don't know if you heard the opening of the show today, John. I did. I, am, I did. Okay. I, don't, I, I, I understand living. your passion. I'm go ahead. I, I, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I'm livid with this franchise. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I look, I understand. I mean, you have every right to be with the way things have gone. The only thing I do disagree with, I think, I mean, I think you're wrong about Steve Cohen. I think he's still going to be a great owner for this team. All right. I think, I think he'll spend whatever it takes. If Otani's willing to come to New York, I think he'll, I think he'll spend whatever it takes but to bring in Otani. Forget even that. He's got to make an offer more than anybody for Otani because I don't think, I think he will. I think he will. I think he will. It's, I mean, everybody in, in baseball seems to think he wants to stay on the West Coast. Right, so if that's right. the issue, I don't know if there's anything that can convince him otherwise. But I, otherwise, I think I think Steve Cohen will do whatever it takes. So, and I know I I understand what you're saying. They could have kept this thing together, and you know maybe maybe made a run. I just I don't buy it. This team was going nowhere this year, and so I I think Cohen made a business decision, which he's you know he's proven to be pretty small with his business decisions. Obviously, he's not not a baseball guy per se, but I think he decided. You know, he he looked at the state of this team, wasn't going to win, and I think you, even Creeper Verlander, you're kind of chasing uh, the back end of a great pitcher's career and chasing a championship that way. I don't think it really is going to pay off in the long run. So I think, and I know I agree with you, Billy Epler. He's made a lot of wrong moves, and going back to he, you know, mm-hmm. the, the last year's deadline was the biggest mistake. He had a chance to go for it then, yep. he didn't do it. Yep. But I, still I, here, by the way, John. How is this guy <laughs> still? Freaking. I know that drives me crazy too, Joe. I mean, oh my God. Um, but, but I will say this, and it, this is from independent people, not associated with the Mets. A lot of scouts and executives that I still talk to are, are in complete agreement that Epler get, did a great job with these trades and getting back, you know, legitimate prospects. And this, I, and again, this is this has been the issue here. Cohen went for it with with Verlander and Scherzer. And guys like that, because they had no pitching in their system, he had to go that route. They still don't. Saw, though. They didn't get any pitches with these prospects. They no, brought. I know. Well, what what I what these people tell me is, you get the best available talent. You can always 
you can if you get a surplus of talent in certain positions, the best available guys, you can always trade them down the line. And I, I agree, pitching is the issue still with this team. But I I do think I think I, I I just I don't really disagree with what they did here. And I think I I think they also undersold what Cohen will do for next year. As I said, I think you would go after Otani. I think he just doesn't want to get locked into these long-term deals with pitchers who are over 30. I think he's smart enough to learn from that. I could see them going for this uh, Yamamoto guy from Japan who's only 24, maybe a Urias Urias from uh, the Dodgers who's only 27. Mm -hmm. They do need to get younger. They need to find pitching. But I, I think they're trying, he's trying to set this thing up for the long term. And I know, look, I understand you don't, need, you don't want to be patient, but I do think this was not the wrong decision here. What about Alonzo? I'm worried. I don't like what I hear, okay? I don't yeah. like what I'm hearing. I, I get the bad feeling that they're going to either trade if they, when they stink again next year, because they will, when they stink again next year, that they may try to trade this guy at the deadline or just let him walk. And I don't get it. They should be giving him a contract now. Where do you find guys like this? This guy's like the – if he's not the premier home run hitter in baseball, he's one of the top three or four. I mean, let's be honest about it. What's going on with Alonzo? What's going on with yeah, him? Yeah, it's, it's a hot-button issue right now. I know Sal Licata was talking about it yesterday well, on the radio. I disagree completely with what Sal said. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what's it, going on in the locker room, but, I, I mean, I, where are we getting guys like this? I know. That's the issue here is, look, the guy has big-time power. I think, I think the only reason he's not locked up already is because he, I think I, I get the feeling that he's asking for, ju- for judge money. And, you know, that's more than probably he's worth because he, he's not judged. No, in terms he's not of judged. Own. No, no, he's and, not judged. So I think that might be the issue here. Look, but I do think in the end, Cohen will pay him. I do think, and I, I don't know, I, don't, I wouldn't look to trade Alonzo unless somebody offers you the moon, and you, you know, something what like that. But the I, moon? What are the moon? What is the moon? Well, I, yeah. Tell me what that is. What's it the would moon? have to be. It would have to be absolute top end, high end pitching. That's where I'd start with. But I don't think it's happening. So, and this, I, this, I, I can't dismiss all this stuff about the clubhouse only because even Steve Gelbs has talked about it on the air, and nobody is closer to that situation in the clubhouse than Steve Gelbs with right. FAN, the, the sideline reporter. He said something has been off in that clubhouse basically all year. Okay, I don't know. I, I don't disagree with that. But is that is that Pete? Is Pete the reason? I that I you know I I couldn't tell you for sure. I mean, look, Pete's kind of. I think his heart's always in the right place. He's kind of a goofy guy at times. We see that, you know. I mean, going back to the home run derby, doing the uh, doing the power lifts uh, between uh, right, sets and right, home run right. derby. So I don't know. Maybe some guys don't think that's you know. I, I don't know, but there is there's something off there. Maybe it has something to do. We talk. I think we talked about this. The whole. Lindor thing, the car was McNeil. Who knows? Who right, the heck knows right, with that? Right, right. But, I, but again, I, I, I'm not looking to trade Alonzo. I'm looking to sign him because. But although we, you do have to say, Joe, he killed this team for a long time. He was hitting. He hit under 200 for in okay, uh, May. I mean, I'm June. not. Dis- I'm not disputing that. He also got hit in the wrist by Charlie Morton, and I'm still he waiting did. for somebody to hit Ronald Acuna. Yeah, we I talked about that? that. Yeah, I wrote about that a month ago or so when they when the Yankee game when they should have hit somebody that night. Um, and they, they never did it. I've been a little disappointed. Uh, in, you know, I, 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 I had a little back and forth. I was at the game with Buck that night and, you know, and he, he played it off and said, they, they talk about Buck's that had privately. A terrible year. He's been terrible. He, 
Yeah, he's he's made some his decision making wasn't great all for the whole season with some of the bullpen stuff. The lineup stuff, I know it got it got absurd there. The the way they insisted on having Vogel back in there when he was not hitting at all. So it's been some a lot of strange things have added up to it. Just a terrible year yeah. for this team, and I do think they need to find a way to change the mix, change the mix in some way. But I don't necessarily think Alonzo trading Alonzo is, is the way. Well, to you do know, it. because you remember one thing: this is the franchise, and it's different people that traded Tom Seaver. This is the yeah. franchise that traded Nolan Ryan, David Cohn. They let Daryl Strawberry walk. So this is not unprecedented in the history of this franchise. I understand it's different people now, you know. So I'm I'm worried about it. I'm real worried about it. Well, here's Lonzo. the other thing, Joe. I think I I I think uh, he he's going to hire David Stearns this winter, and that guy's going to become the president of baseball operations. And I think that guy's going to end up making the decision on Alonzo. If they're going to trade him, it's going to be in the off season. It's not going. They're not going to wait till the next next year's deadline because you're not going to get as much for him. But I I think it's going to they're going to bring in a guy like Stearns, you know, and he's going to make the decision on a manager too. I mean, Steve Cohen, you know, praised uh, Buck when he spoke in Kansas City a week or so ago. Uh, he's done all the, he's done everything I've asked him to. Said that type of thing. He's but I think he's also going to just wash his hands of it if he, he hires Stern to say, well, you know, he's gonna, I'm going to allow my new president of baseball ops to bring in his own guy. And I guess Council's a free agent, so it wouldn't be shocking to see them see that happen. The Council and Stearns come here, so right, right. we'll see about that. But I have a feeling Stearns would make a change at manager just because that's the nature of this. These things, these guys do like to have their own managers. So, uh, you know, I, you know, Buck, it hasn't been his best year, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been terrible year. We're talking to John Harper. Where's Mauricio, John? What is this? I got to see these. I got to see these these double A players: Ortega, Almonte. They, I, I, the, the infielder, the kid with the dreadlocks. I forget his name. Woods, <laughs> whatever his name is. These guys are. I got to see these guys. Where is I know. Mauricio? Where I know. is he? What are we? I, what's going on here? They're going to trade know. him too. What's that going to be? The package? <laughs> We're going to trade. Well, here it is. We'll trade Mauricio. I'm trying to think of something. I can't. I was going to say Severino, but he's a free agent too. What a stiff he is. But what, with that said, we're going to trade Mauricio and, and Alonzo in a package for some minor league pitching. What are we going to do? Uh, I listen. I'm I'm in complete agreement with you. I defended him for a long time just because, again, scouts are saying he still has big plate discipline issues, chases too oh, much, and they geez. were afraid. And they were afraid major league pitching would expose him further. Maybe with the idea of trading him at some point. But at this point, you got to get him up here. I always say this. You never know for sure until you see guys at the highest level. Of some course. guys are able to raise their game. Some guys aren't. You know, Mauricio might be a guy. He gets here and he, you know, he's been, he's probably unhappy down there. He feels like he's been passed over. Of so course. get him up here, see what he can do, especially now. I mean, now, now you got, I guess the report on, uh, Lindor wasn't bad. He might, he might be a day to day thing with this, uh, well, Lindor, play. Lindor plays, so he'll play. Yeah, but I, but even so, Maurice, his future's not as short. So find out. I know they've been moving him around. He, he hasn't. I guess he hasn't looked great in left field. Now they might be rethinking this idea. Maybe moving Beatty to left field and moving Mauricio to third. Why can't he be a DH? Why can't Mauricio be? Well, I got to continue to see this stiff Vogel back and try to. Yeah, out well, there. no. Well, why yeah, can't I agree. Mauricio DH. Yeah, you can listen. Get him up here and see what he can do. There's at this point. There's absolutely no reason not to. That I. I just don't understand. I mean, I know I'm not, you know, I mean, I, I, my, I'm not hard at my heart's not in this like you, but I'm so tired of seeing Vogel back. I mean, oh yeah, that my can't, God. I can't. And he got I, booed. I, I, you saw the last out of the game, John, he got booed 
to the high heavens. I mean, they booed him every time. <clears throat> he even struck out when he got hit by a pitch, Vogelback. Only he could do that, you know? I, mean, I don't understand it. I don't understand. That's been the worst, that's been the craziest thing all year, and and they really that's been Epler's biggest mistake going back to that dead that, that deadline. Well, Darren Ruff week. was even worse. Darren Ruff and Vogelback. Yep. And I think that I think that played into this year keeping Vogelback. It's almost like he just didn't want to admit he failed with Vogelback as well as Ruff. And you know, between that and my, and my other issue with him is the bullpen. They, he, I know. Look, the DS thing was catastrophic. Because of course. It, of it pushed everybody down or up a spot, including Robertson, and then. But I still think Billy could have done a lot more to uh, to add depth to that bullpen. He went for you know his word was optionable. He wanted guys you could send down and bring up who had options. But there were proven guys out there. He could, he could have added depth to that pen, and that pen got exposed early. Part of it was how bad the starting rotation was. Yes. I think that really this year comes down to the pitching more than anything. No the question. rotation for two months was terrible, the worst, one of the worst in baseball, and the bullpen got completely exposed because they didn't have enough depth, and it all went downhill from there. But you can't ignore the offense either. Lindor and, and, uh, and Alonzo, Lindor's really picked it up, obviously. But the first half of the season, June is when the season was kind of lost, Right. And those, you can't have your number three and four hitters hitting 220. Well, McNeil, on a too. I McNeil. He's had a terrible. He's batting 250. Terrible year, Marte. And, Marte. And even. And let's. And and even, let's go ahead. You're, but, you're getting to the guy I'm going to talk about. Go ahead. Yeah, even Nimmo. Nimmo has really fallen off. You know, I mean, I don't know. I know he's got some kind of quad injury they're talking oh, about please. now, but I think he, I think he started. Uh, he fell in love a little bit. He started yep. having success in home runs. Yep. I think he fell in love with the home run. He's on base. He's way down. And that was, that was his biggest asset was his ability to get on base so i mean that's why i go back to i just don't think this team was winning anything this year which again goes back to my whole thing about how i don't but they need to find a way to, to they need to find a way to fix it you know they need to find a way to change it up for next year yeah well i'm concerned about it we're getting hosed again next year I'm talking to john harper by the way nimmo not only is he not hit at all okay his average has been down from he was hitting 300 at one point. He's hitting like 250 now. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. can't. He, he's been a, he's been terrible in the field. Last night there was a ball that he he should have caught that he kicked away and a run scored. And then there was another ball later on. I'm still watching this because I'm an idiot. He another ball that was hit that he should have ate up in left center field and he got he misplayed it into like a triple. What was yeah, going I saw on it. with this guy? I saw it. You know that reminded me. Remember. That's how he looked in center field a couple of years ago when he played right. more shallow. He was right. he was really not good on going back on balls behind him. That ran bad routes. That's why they moved him back. And he played he's played a lot better as a deep center fielder. But that was that was an example last night. He just does not go uh, go back on balls well. I, I Buck has kind of intimated that the quad is an issue, but uh, I thought he should have had the first ball as well. I thought he no got question. a bad jump on that one. No so question. yeah, he, that's that's a problem. He he uh, he could end up. Uh, he could end up moving to a corner spot, but then who's the center fielder? I mean, Pete Crow Armstrong could be the center fielder, except he's a Cub now, so that's yeah, uh, probably yeah, not well, going to work. <laughs> John, the pain is off the freaking chart. Well, uh, here's I the understand. Here's the good news. Football's almost here. No pressure there. There'll be no pressure <laughs> on my team this year. None. Hey, hey, and I was into hard knocks the other night, man. Aaron Rodgers, you know. I mean, uh, oh, please, are the, you really into these that? Guys, come on. Well, I got to oh, get excited com- about Liv Shriver coming in on a freaking helicopter. <laughs> That's supposed the, to get me pumped up. Oh, the voice pumped. of God, Joe. The voice oh, of God. Please. You know, and and Rodgers, he's maybe maybe he's too young. The voice of God was John Vicente, who Shriver oh, even said in in the hard knocks. Right. That was John Vicente, not Liv Shriver, but. No, it was kind of funny though. I mean, these guys are starstruck by Rogers. Even even some of the veteran guys, 
they're just starstruck. I can understand after what they've seen at quarterback in recent years, but uh, some of the comments, you know, they were they were freaking out over his his ability to make play. Even the defensive coordinator in that in a, in a meeting talking about that pass he made uh, mm. to the opposite side of the end zone. It's going to be crazy. There's going to there's a time. they better fix this offensive line, Joe. Yeah, and, no, I know. You know, Rodgers, it won't matter what Rodgers can do. Let me tell you something. If they don't win now, they're never winning. This is it. Like Elvis Presley, it's now and well, now. I forgot to ask you last time. He's, you know, you you had golf with your guy. How'd it go? Did you, did you tell him to straighten him out or what? With the coach, you mean? With Robert Sala. Yeah. Oh, no, I told him a lot of things. I told him the first thing I said to him, Coach, you got to win. The pressure's on. And he told me I, the pressure is having seven kids. I said, <laughs> okay. You don't want to hear that, Joe. Well, you don't I, hear but that. I'm just telling you what he said. Look, I like to get the guy. Is one, let me say, I, I've said this a million times. He's the nicest. You cannot find a, a, a nicer person than this guy. And I think that could be his downfall. He's too Yeah, that's not always. Players. Bill Parcells was not the nicest guy in the world, no. that's for sure. And Belichick yeah. sure as hell ain't the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. What did you think of his. Uh... His crow, his speech about the crows and the eagles. Did you do you into that, Joe? Oh yeah, oh that's right, yeah right. <laughs> How the eagles, the crows get on the eagles' back, and the eagles fly all the way up, and and the crows <laughs> suffocate when they get you know out into the stratosphere and they fall off the sky. Thank I was you, thinking, thank you, John, was, for reminding me of that. <laughs> I was thinking of you when he was when he was. That seemed you know. I don't know. Uh, maybe these guys bought into it. It seemed a little corny to me, but they uh, got to win, John. There's no gray area here. I'm telling you right now. They oh, absolutely. To, they got absolutely. to at least get me to a Super Bowl while he's here, and I want a division title this year. Division title. I, I, if they won, John, if you don't notice, they've won two. That's two. You can count them on two two fingers. The amount of division titles this franchise has won since the merger. Too. Joe, you don't even you didn't even know this. I covered the Jets back when during the uh, Klecko era when I was still in Jersey. I was covering. Wait, really? The, were you there? Let me ask you. What, were you there when uh, Richard Todd threw Serbia into the locker? I I was the one who pulled Todd off him. Oh, I was, oh is that right? Oh, I didn't know he, that. Yeah, we were standing there at Todd's locker, and Serbia was. Serbia had been he had been uh, pushing Matt Robinson all year for the job. Right, you know, right, you know, right, should, right. Matt Robinson should play. Right, and he's and and Todd was. Todd was a really nice guy, but it's very sensitive. And Serby was really pushing it. We were at, and, and at one point, Todd says to him, "That's enough, Steve. Stop. Okay, stop." And Serby, Serby kept egging him on. And sure enough, Todd snapped, grabbed him, and threw him into a locker, like two lockers away. And I, my my reaction was just it was just a reaction. I was there. Right, right, I just right, grabbed right. him from behind. And he could have thrown me in there as well, but he fortunately he realized quickly what he had done. He just backed off right away, and, I, and I, as soon as he did that, I let go, and he took off. And uh, and I I get on survey to this day because the next day on the post they showed up with a picture on the back page with a bandage uh, on his Yeah, shoulder. I remember that. No, I, I said, sir, that. come on, come on, man, you can't do that. Well, you know, Steve, but, Steve, you know, Steve. But yeah, Steve, I, I Steve, saw a lot, the, lot, I of, lot of drama the, uh, with Steve. I like Steve a lot, but there's a lot of drama. You know? <laughs> I was in Miami for the uh, the Mud Bowl, Joe. Uh, oh my when they, God! When AJ Dewey and the yeah. um, Don Shula kept the tarp off all night, uh, and had the, they wanted to muddy it never up. Rains. It never rains in South Florida, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh man! And I was there for some of those Walt Michaels press conferences. It didn't go too well either. It was the Jets have a lot. Of, I know the I know the the pain you're talking about. You know? Yeah, Richard Todd. Nobody found the open linebacker better than Richard. You know what? <laughs> When I when I was in Canton for the Hall of Fame, right, there was a guy. I, I give the guy credit. He came up to me. I talked. There's a ton of Jet fans out there. Uh, he had a Richard Todd jersey. I gave him credit, man. Richard Todd. I, mean, I could give you credit. 
you got a lot of balls for wearing that, you know? <laughs> how about how about Lou Holtz wanted him to run the option? The oh, one I know. For- well, that's because he ran the option. See, that's, that's the point with him. I never realized, why didn't we draft this guy? He was running the trip. He was running the wishbone in Alabama. He was. <laughs> I know. It, that, that was, it was a mistake. He, 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 had a, he, actually, you know, he had a good arm, but he did not read defense as well. A really, really good guy. I actually like Matt Robinson, too. He, I thought he had some right. ability, but then yeah. he ended up getting hurt. Pat yeah. Ryan. The whole, I was there for all that Pat stuff. Pat Ryan too. was a great backup quarterback. He was tremendous. He was. A lot of backups don't, don't perform as well when they become the number ones. You know that. No, Pat Ryan was good, though. I mean, you know, they, they won games with him. So. Yeah, they did. They did. And I tell you, man, I'm so glad Klecko got in the Hall of Fame. Oh. What, a, what, a, what a stud he was. He yep. was the uh, best player I saw when I was covering those games. And, uh, and strongest guy ever. He, 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 was a, he was a really good guy. I never had any problems with him. <laughs> Messing around one time, he picked me up like I weighed about yeah, 10 no, pounds. Just held, held me over his head. I'm like, great, Yo. Greatest <laughs> defensive player in history of the franchise. But as I oh. said to Gary Myers before now, now it's time to get Gastineau in the Hall of Fame. He belongs in the Hall of Fame, Gastineau. He's yeah, one of the I, premier uh, pass I, rushers I, of I mean, all time. Four-time All-Pro, 107 career sacks. Back-to-back 20-sack seasons. He had the record for a million years for most sacks in a year till Favre broke it. Let's be honest about it. Favre broke yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think the backlash, I the backlash probably hurts him about the sack dance and all that stuff. Yeah, but know? everybody does a sack dance now. Who doesn't do one? Yeah, yeah, I know. The, the, the sports writers are doing sack dances now. <laughs> I, mean, I tell on. you what, though. I tell you what, though, man, those Klecko and Lions, they hated that. They hated it, Joe. It was, okay. it was... I, uh, I know they do. I know they did. But you know what? This guy was a great player. And I'm going to tell you, and, and I, I want to hear, I want Klecko and Marty Lions. They need to step up and talk up Gastineau to get in the Hall of Fame while the guy still can actually appreciate being in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think they have started to, haven't they? Yeah. Well, well I, I just started. think, what? Why did it take Klecko so long? I, don't, I still don't understand that. Uh, you know why? I'll tell you why. The reason it took Klecko so long is because he played for the Jets. They never won anything. They never went to any Super Bowls. You know, if he played on a Super Bowl team, forget about it. He would, Of course he would have been in a long time. Because to me, that's the reason. That's it. Yeah, maybe so. But, man, he was, he was right, some he was player. Best. He was the greatest. No doubt. He's, well, maybe it's your year, Joe. Maybe uh, everything my went year. wrong with the Mets will go right my to the year, Jets. My year, my year was from... January 12, 1969 to May 8, 1970. That was my year. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right? Okay, that's it. My year is over. I was 15 <laughs> years old, 16 years old. I thought, oh, this is great. Look at these teams I root for. We're all winning championships. Boy, did I, did I get it up the rear end, John? Oh, man. Can you imagine this? Oh, man, that that's the success of those teams in that, for that brief period and then nothing since then. Yeah. By oh, the way, how is Salah? Can you play? Yeah, he hits a ball. He can hit it a long way. He was a little erratic, a little bit, a little bit off the tee, but he hits it a long way. He had a solid short game. Oh yeah. He, as a matter of fact, when we played, right, we teed off yeah. at three in the afternoon. He had already played eighteen holes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Coaches didn't have time for that. Well, that's he's doing. He was doing that because that's the only time he has to do it. Because in, as he was telling me, you know, once training camp started, he ain't gonna be playing golf again for another, you know, seven months or whatever. So yeah, yeah, that's true. But he's Wait, a you, guy, now that I, now that now that you've played, can you are you allowed to say where you played? Played at uh, uh, Trump Bedminster. Ah, okay. Oh, that's where the Live tournament is this weekend. Yeah, they're playing it this weekend. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I can't get into the Live tour though. 
I can't. I can't. No, no, that's a joke. I mean, you can't be. You know, you're professional golf. You can't be wearing shorts. You know, I mean, it's one thing for us. You know, when we play, but you know, but, you know I, I, come on, right? You can't. You can't be playing 54 holes either. Come no, on, you got it right. That's right. And you got, and they even have teams, don't they? Have like teams too. They have what? They have like teams. Oh yeah, it's all. They're trying to sell the team aspect of it. Yeah, Mickelson wears his. Uh, Wine, whatever the flyers shirt everywhere. How about Mickelson? Have you read his stuff about his gambling that came out the other day? No, well, I know he's. I know he's. He's talked about it. What though? What? Which? What, you know what exactly? the guy Billy Walters. He's got this book coming out. Who? Who was a partner with Mickelson, a, a gambling partner? They went in on partners together for about four or five years. Uh, he claims that Mickelson has bet over a billion dollars in his career. Has lost lost a hundred million overall, and. Wow. Uh, Tried to make it. He wanted Billy. He wanted Billy Walters to put in a bet. He was on the Ryder Cup team in 2012. He called him. Supposedly called him from the Ryder Cup site. And wanted to put in a $400,000 bet on the U.S. team, and the guy wouldn't do it. He said, "You're crazy." Well, I've heard, stories, I've heard stories about Mickelson actually betting with the guys up on in NB, on NBC and CBS that were covering the you know covering the golf that he yeah, was going to make a putt. Right on the yeah. course. Um, here's a hundred thousand, and I make this part or whatever. Right, right. Gary McCord. Gary McCord. Gary McCord. That's right. Gary McCord. He, right, right, right. He right. said he'd be throwing. He'd end up losing. He'd be throwing twenties down from the booth to Mickelson, and then the tour finally got wind of it and put a stop to it. You know? Unbelievable. You can't make it up, bro. Oh man. All right, look, John. I got to run. I could talk to you all day. It's great talking to you. Doing a great job on SNY. All right, keep it up. All right, bro. All right, thanks, Joe. Great talking to you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.